What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, Mark here. Uh, It's been a while since Ryan and I had a chance to talk. So we did finally the other day, after he had a little vacation, we finally made it through all of our Utah Film Critics Association nominations and voting for best movie, best director, best actor, all that great stuff that you love. Um, And we finally got a chance to talk, and we realized that, A, there was a movie that we hadn't talked about that we both enjoyed, but two, we had not done a Christmas episode. Thankfully for you and for us, those two things converged, and we got to talk about violent night so listen up or keep watching as we talk about uh one of the funnest christmas movies to come out in a good long while thanks for listening everyone a i i can't believe that when we've watched violent night we didn't get a chance to talk about it um yeah which uh, i i guess it works out because now it's it's the 21st and we haven't done a christmas episode yet correct uh so, so we, we can, uh we can why not yeah um we normally pick a christmas movie we we normally you started it with 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 weird christmas movie uh yeah, doing, doing these christmas episodes it turns out hollywood has given us a weird christmas movie yes this year uh david harbour john leguizamo beverly d'angelo uh directed by uh, tommy Ricola, associated with the john wick franchise i believe uh, yeah, he, 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 he did the uh, Dead Snow, uh, which was the Nazi oh, zombie right. film. Oh, that's right. Which, actually, I, I've watched the first Dead Snow, which I did terribly don't, enjoy. Don't, stop, stop, stop there. Stop don't, there? Don't okay. Go for two. Yeah, Note, yeah. Noted. I'll consider that a safety warning. Um, yeah. Violent Night, more blood in the snow. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, okay, so it's Christmas Eve. Santa's delivering. Um, Disgruntled. Disgruntled. disgruntled no, I, you know what? He's not really disgruntled. Let's 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 clear that up. He's just tired. He's just tired. Well, well he's 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 you know he's he's got a really accurate take on the world on how uh, you know once upon a time he used to give people gifts. Now he gives them gift cards and cash and right. video games, and it's just uh, it's joyless. Yes, they've sucked the joy right out of Santa. Yep, uh, and then he winds up at. At, at a very fancy home, uh, private compound, uh, that unfortunately their Christmas has already been ruined before he gets there. Um, and, uh, he finds himself thanks to some errant reindeer or cowardly reindeer, uh, uh stranded and stuck in this house. 
having to deal with the situation at hand. Uh, at, and at that point, the movie takes a, I mean, what, what could have just been like a dark, you know, year without a Santa Claus almost, uh, if you remember sure. a year without a Santa Claus, um, yeah. instead turns into, and I hate the, the, the diehard comparison. I really, but it's do, there, but it's there. Um, they even like, make they even make it. They so they I know right. They even make it. But again, okay, so let's talk about that. They make the diehard comparison in the film. This film embraces what it is. Yes, a hundred percent. Two hands, big drunken family reunion hug. Um, and that just makes this movie all the better, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they. It's played straight. Nobody, there's there's humor, but they never really try to go comic, except for one little no. bit. I was going to say there's. I mean, it's 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 a film that there are laughs, but they're generated in a sense by the the how far they're willing to go with certain things. Yeah. Um, and, and in most cases, it's it's the violence, or you know, uh, there's there is a, a sort of gleeful nature to um, you know a lot of the violence that that uh, that Santa is in the middle of. Yep. Um, in this film, uh, you know, it's a hostage situation where you have bad guys, but the hostage situation, the people who are hostages, are rich jerks. So, yep. it, it's, but there, there, there's at least maybe one, maybe two sympathetic characters in there, um, and and the the thing that I enjoy is that Santa kind of struggles with the idea. It's it's like okay, so the majority of these people are terrible people, ah, but there's that one little girl. Oh, damn man. it! You know, does he say? Says, damn it! Kind of, I think at one point <laughs> he yeah, realizes so, that he's, he has I to mean, stay. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's it's so it's. I mean, the, there's a certain spirit of Christmas in that. Yeah. In that, all it does is it, it takes one good kid to make Santa have to, you know, go out of his way to to save them or whatnot. But but he, um, but he does it in the least Santa way possible. Um, yeah. Which and which he's given a, a different origin story. Well, well, it, we it's a pre origin story. Yeah. We well, well we not, get we get glimpses of pre-santa but never intra-santa we never we never see the metamorphosis from what he was before to what he is now it's just we we see what he was and we know he is santa but how it's christmas magic i'm not really sure how it works um but but yeah so i i want that story (laughs) i want to know how he went from hammer wielding spoiler alerts viking death dealer to Santa. Uh, that that's a transition. I, I need, I need explained. I need that knowledge. Um, but I, I do think it's funny that, that, you know, uh, there's, you know, he, when he, when he, he gets cut and he has to stitch himself up and he takes it off and it's, you know, slow-mo thing coming off and you get all the tattoos. It's like, well, there's the John wick influence. Um, but just so, you know, so Wick does have an influence in this. That's probably why I went there with Wakola. But, uh, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's very stylized in that regard. Yeah, it, it, it is. But it's, it's just, um, 
like I said, and the thing that it does, and in that it actually does very similarly to John Wick, as it turns out, is again, it does t- it plays everything straight. It says this is the world in which we live, yeah. and these are the rules by which we play by, and therefore you're going to watch the movie, and you're just going to accept that and move on. Um, and I, a lot of mo- more movies need to do that. Uh, uh, yeah, I- they need to they need to say no 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 this is the world you live in. And now let's go do our movie. But too many of them kind of waffle. They're like, this is the movie we live in. But but you don't have to believe it if you don't want to. You know, we'll throw you just enough outs to take you away from it. And in this one, it's like, nah, this is where you are. You 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 have crossed that 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 multiversal boundary, and here's where you are now. And you just have to accept it. And it's just, yeah, it's it it's terribly, well, it's not terribly, it is derivative. It draws on a lot of influences. But then it drops you in this world that they've defined and lets all of those influences play. And like I said, I, I saw it twice. Um, I, I took my wife to see it, uh, you know, that opening weekend because she didn't see it at the screening with us. And, uh, I saw it twice. I smiled the entire time, both times. I just, I'm just watching. I'm just smiling. I'm like, this is, this must, this is like one of my favorite Christmas movies. Now it might in its own way be better than die hard. If, if only, and I know some people were going to get calls. Uh, if, if only is that it is because it's possible that John Leguizamo is a bigger dickhead than Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman is just, cool and evil and John Leguizamo is just a dick from start to finish. Um, and, but, but other than that, you know, I just, it, this might be, it's definitely one of my new favorite Christmas movies and it might be better than Die Hard. And I'm sure you have thoughts on that. I don't, I just think they're a different thing entirely. Um, but, um, well, and, and I don't think, I don't know that this film exists in this shape without Die Hard, so um, no. you know. True. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that it, that I, I need. I don't know that comparison, better or worse or whatnot. I, I, I think it's you know. I mean, but what's what's strange about the film is you kind of knew that we were in for the violence and the over the top, you know, nature of that. Um, but they also they do as you said earlier squeeze in some like the the, the family coming together feel good aspects um, that would be associated with more traditional sort of uh, holiday movies um, and it's a little bumpy at times. Um, True, but but you know so uh, you know it's it's hard to to go from happy happy love love to uh what do we have an ice skate to the throat sort of sort of thing but the ice skate um, boxing gloves yeah those were yeah know. and the uh, anyway yes the snowblower rope but uh but i think you know and and one of the comparisons that i someone asked me and i can't remember but uh you know uh was it bill and tucker oh tucker and dale tucker. Tucker and Dale, there we go. Tucker and Dale versus evil, evil or whatever. There's this uh, similar sort of joyish sort of. I mean, the, the violence is handed in in, 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 a, in a in a similar way as to that. I, I prefer Tucker and Dale to be honest, but um, because that's more about misconceptions. Yeah, and they're doing different things with that. But but the, as far as like the 
the fun factor, um, I thought it was a pretty good comparison. Yeah, well, the 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 first half of the film, uh, Santa doesn't want to be engaging in all of this violence because of his past. It's only, you know, toward the end, that last third that he really is kind of put in a position where he has to embrace that and, you know, kind of channel pre Santa, uh, and, and just go for it. So it's not, I mean, so yeah, so like half of it, I can see the Tuckerdale where the violence is just kind of happening. He he's almost an or he is an unwilling participant. And he's often, you know, kind of a a bystander sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he's acting, but it's it's more bystander. But it's not once he engages. That's when this thing really ratchets up to to ten. Um, yeah. when when he when he gets in there, uh, when he when he finds his skull crusher, uh. Stand in. Um, I, I there was a little diversion in into Home Alone, and yes. I can only I, okay. So this movie is rated R, and it's a hard R for violence, uh, which I don't care. But then that that whole which is weird because of the little girl into yeah. being in this movie, but. But then when she gets her her home alone segment, uh, I, that's that's just thrown at the old people that grew up watching Home Alone and remember that. And now as adults, we understand how just patently ridiculous it all is. But it's still yeah. funny. Uh, it's it's not not funny. Uh, it's 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 just one of those things that you're yeah. The, the, but it's like I don't know. They didn't throw it in for kids. Because no. you you sh- you, you no. shouldn't have your kids watching this, not your little kids, um, and it might give your yeah. your unruly thirteen year olds a, a few too many ideas. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh that that one segment that was the segment that I really didn't that I cared for the least. Um, but uh, it was only redeemed by the fact that the villains that were getting home alone. Um, unlike the wet bandits in home alone, um, they were actually intent on killing her. They were they, just like, no, 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 this little girl's going to die. You know, they were, they were all in on killing her. Uh, so that, I mean that, so yeah, it's, it's home alone with more peril. If anything, it's, you know, it's not someone robbing your house or whatever. So it's, but yeah, that, that segment was a little weird, but the rest of it, um, the the ultimate fate, like like I said, this hard R for for gore because there's a lot of gory deaths. There's hammers involved and snowblowers and ice skate boxing gloves and um, the chimney segment at the uh-huh. end. I <laughs> saw it coming and I was like, oh please, oh please. And then it it came and I was like, and it was better than I thought they would act. I I was amazed that they made that as hard as they did um well, the and i was like i was like oh my god that's odd i mean again i don't care about the violence because i understand i can differentiate movies from reality uh but i was just like wow i'm really impressed that they went that far because it was i mean that was a bloodbath <laughs> well but it also answers a question that you might raise i'm not going to say what that question is necessarily but when it comes to christmas magic it it does 
answer a question that you might have regarding the limits of Christmas magic and the extent of it and the reach, shall yep. we say? Yep. Um, so, in, in a, in a, I guess, in a weird way, or I don't know if it's that weird, but I, that moment is actually informing us about the world where these things take place. About, about Christmas, ca- Christmas magic canon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's it, it's gratuitous from start to finish, but um, there, there is some some wit to it. Yeah, and they, they try to give Santa, well, and they, and they do, they give Santa some depth um well, with, with this new backstory well i think it, i think that my concern was going into is you really shouldn't make santa maybe an evil guy right we've seen that you know, like particularly if it, if it really is santa we should we you know i guess there's some reverence for santa that i have or something right. but in this film doesn't make him a bad guy no 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 uh, no no not at all at all he is not yeah. an evil santa um david harbour Stranger Things, um, really good as Viking Santa, um, and and I said it and I mentioned it. He co- has completely redeemed himself from that Hellboy adaptation, which was just—I mean, everyone pretty much agrees that was just nightmarish. Not his fault. Um, there was a lot of stuff wrong with that movie, but. But it's like, oh, we can just, we can get Stranger Things and Violent Night. We can just gloss over the whole Hellboy thing now. Uh, you know, he's Red Guardian, sure. Yes, there you go. I was going to say, don't forget that. Uh, Red Guardian, Red Storm, whatever, you know, whatever name they want to call him by. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it. I, I was very happy that he, he really, he really did embody this, this Santa um, in a way that made him, uh, it made him uh, relatable, vulnerable, you know, pitiable in many respects. Uh, but but ultimately, you rooted for him because he's Santa, and he's doing what Santa should do, which is what the whole point of the movie is: is that he's trying to remember what Santa does. Methodology is a little twisted at points, but <laughs> but you know, it's a thing. Uh, but no, so so no, yeah, the the movie it it. It sticks 
uh, you know, it, it figures out what it wants to do, what it wants to say. And then it, it does that. Like I said, it, and it embraces it. It doesn't, it never became afraid of itself and what it was trying to do. Um, and like I said, a lot, a lot more movies need to do that. They don't, they need to stick to their guns and not get to a point where they're like, mm, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I had that argument or, you know, I had that, that observation about, um, Thor love and thunder. You know, we, I talked about, uh, Watiti wrote it and he had a really good villain. And there were points in the film where he would approach that darkness, which could have made a really great segment. And then he would just pull away and run straight to stupid comedy. These guys, I don't think, ever pulled away. They never went to stupid comedy, obviously, but I don't think they ever... They might have got to a point and said, okay, far enough, but I don't think they ever said, nah, too far. And and I think that was... It's, it's a bold choice, and obviously it paid off for them because it's done fairly well at the box office for this, for this kind of movie. Let's be clear. Yep. <laughs> this, you know, this isn't a $300 million movie. So... Um, but no, it, it did well on opening weekend. I think it's going to stick around for probably a couple more weeks. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and it's, it's, you can now watch it at home too. I think it's available for rental. Oh yeah. If not, if not purchase as well, but yeah, it popped up, uh, this week for those of you who don't want to go out to the theater. Oh, but the, it'll be cheaper to rent at home, which is a plus. Um, but th- yeah, if you want to watch it, just gather Gather the the older family around, not not the little <laughs> kids. No, this is for after the yeah. little ones go to bed. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and and try to keep your volume down a little bit because it does get a little loud at times. So you might you don't want to wake the kids up while you're watching Santa. Um, no, it's, it's so good. It, it it's it's great. I'm glad we had a Christmas movie in time for Christmas to talk about. Um, it's good to have you back from across the pond. You who yeah. t- took a, a an unsanctioned ten uh, day vacation to London? Did you yeah. did you enjoy all of your Cure concerts? Yes, of course. And did you enjoy your your uh, your stage pr- uh, productions on the West End or at the on the West End? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I got to see uh, Ian McKellen in drag, um, in a in a children's play. That was fun. <laughs> um, actually. Uh, and Cabaret, I got to go to Cabaret, which they, they've revamped a uh, entire theater into the Kit Kat Club, and there's all the pre-show and things, and that was fun. Um, but the, the, surprisingly, um, I, I, I well, there's a few. Uh, the, the thing that I ended up that I liked the most was something I didn't even know that was happening, um, and it was a live adaptation of um, uh, My Neighbor Totoro, um, with puppetry done by the uh, Henson Company. Really, um, it was yeah. It's a Royal Shakespeare and Company did all this you know live adaptation that is very faithful to the uh, the film and then the spirit of anime and whatnot with just these crazy fantastic <laughs> giant puppets and things. Um, uh, it was it was just it was in a lot of ways it was simplistic, right? But sometimes that's you know. The, the way you need to, I mean, it was magical in its own right. Um, yeah, they just did some really neat stuff with it. Um, and I don't know what's going to come of it. Um, I'm, I, you know, it did, it's, it's doing, it's, it's, I got lucky to get in cause it's completely sold out. It's entire, entire run is sold out, but, 
um, it would be interesting to see if we can ho hopefully get that uh, out where more people can see it because I thought it was really kind of a, a fun thing. Um, yeah. So no, I know it was. Uh, you know, I I got uh, we. I did uh, five plays and five concerts, and <laughs> uh, you got to see so Danny Elfman sing. I did see. Yes, yes. The uh, I got to see the. Uh, uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas Live, um, which was actually, I think I, uh, it's it's funny sometimes you forget how important f films are to you mm -hmm. um, and and your life, I guess. Um, and Nightmare Before Christmas was was it's always been something I really liked. I just sometimes I think we forget how much right. we like things, um, and I, that was one of those moments where I was. Reminded, um, you know, it's it's 29 years old next year. It's its 30th anniversary, but um, it almost it, it's like it's hard to imagine a a world where Disney because once upon a time Disney didn't embrace it. They right. they were kind of not sure about how they felt about Nightmare Before Christmas, and now arguably it's it's one of their most enduring franchises. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, uh, see, was I was cold. never, I was never a big fan of the movie. I watched it once, but yeah. but I think to see something like that, well, it's, it's more yeah, of an experience, and I think that would be, I could appreciate. You know, it. I mean, Danny obviously did the the, the vocals for Jack. Um, he had a couple of the the the, the, the man who did Oogie Boogie originally was there, um, but they, you know, then they had some just some really talented actors as well, and. Uh, Phoebe Bridges uh, was Sally uh, and did, came out dressed entirely like Sally, which was a kind of fun um, sort of, you know, I mean, it, the, the movie means a, the, a lot to a lot of different people. Right. Um, and it was kind of fun to, to, to look at the crowd as well that was there and just see this kind of crazy mix of, <laughs> of people from all sorts of different backgrounds and you know, and it was, I mean, it was, it was a full orchestra and whatnot. So there's that element of it as well. And that's cool. Sounds like it would have been cool. Yeah. So yeah, it that's, was cool. that, that is, that is one of the wonders of, of movie. A movie can appeal to anybody. Yeah. Um, and it's nice when you see, when you get a chance to see how a movie affects that kind of swath of people all at once, you know, it's yeah, not I mean, like this, you, yeah, it, it's just it. It reminds you what what movies are supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, this was a this was a, a you know an arena. This was Wembley Arena, so it wasn't a small venue, and they sold out two nights. Oh my god! So, it, yeah. So I mean, it's not stadium, not right. the stadium, mind you, but arena. Um, and so I mean, they, you know, I mean, it was it's it's not like this was a little thing. Um, this was a, a pretty major production, um, and people came from all over. Um, to see it. So, so, so uh, before, before I, I let you go, and we we wish all these people uh, Merry Christmas this weekend and Happy New Year next weekend. Uh, how did you get in if it was sold out? Uh, for the 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 Danny Elfman, yeah, got there early enough. I, I but it actually what happened? So the first night sold out, um, and I was able to jump on the second. Um, uh, so they were, they were like same day sales. These hadn't been on sale for. for no, it was it was pretty quick. Uh, I didn't even know it was happening. I just happened to look. So what what happens is I I tend to have two or three things that I'm going for, mm. and then I just say what else is there, and 
first night I was there, that that was that you know the first night it sold out. They added the second night, and so I said, "Well, I, I got to do it." Yeah, if you gotta, gotta, definitely. That's awesome. Um, well, I'm glad that worked. That's one of those nice and unexpected was, surprises. Yeah, I was even on 13th row, which I think wow. you're going to see. You'd be on row 13. So nice. Yeah. That's up no, close was, and personal. You got to see the sweat uh, on Danny Elfman's brow. If he had sweat. Uh, well, no, and Danny's Danny, um, you know, Danny is still an extremely talented entertainer. Um, for a lot of people who didn't know him from uh, his Oingo Boingo days, uh, Oingo Boingo was a phenomenal band to see live. I saw them a few times. So there, there was, a, there was a, you know, a lot about this that was kind of going back to uh, the early 90s and, and whatnot when I was... Uh, a young teenager <laughs> just look the ways of the world. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you're so old now. You're so old. I don't. No, not really. Uh, well, uh, so, yes, so we went from Violent Night to The Nightmare Before Christmas to The Cure, who's your favorite band yeah. of all time ever. So, yeah, yeah. So it was a nice pre, pre-Christmas trip for you. Yeah, Mike, you know, and, and unfortunately I did miss our... Uh, uh, Utah critics gathering, um, but I did have some influence. I hope, and um, our picks were pretty good. Uh, yeah, that came down to two two films a lot of times, uh, and th- the the votes were normally pretty tight. So uh, yeah, so if you go to uh, utahfilmcritics dot com, I believe, or yeah, utahfilmcritics dot com, you can see our list, or you know of picks or you can you know follow us on twitter at vs movie podcast and i put a link to it there as well so uh yeah a lot of a lot of great movies we saw it was nice there, there was uh yeah one movie one more but there were a lot of movies in a lot of discussions uh so that was that was what was great about it was we got to talk about a lot of a lot of movies a lot of good movies we weren't uh you know picking apart averages to try to find somebody worthy. Uh, so that was, that was great. It's been a great year for film. Hopefully next year continues. Uh, hopefully 2023 is another excellent, excellent cinematic year. But since we're coming up on the holidays, I don't know how much we're not probably not going to talk again until the new year, but, uh, I'm sure I'm going to have some reviews up. I'm sure Ryan will have some up and I will link to those on the website. VSMoviePodcast.com. Uh, because there are still, there are still films that we need to talk about or, or, you know, at least let you know that they're coming. Um, yeah, they're out there. Uh, have a good time seeing them. There's, there's something for everyone in theaters right now. And it, it, and that might actually be Puss in Boots and that might surprise some of you. Uh, well, Puss in Boots is good for kids, but then there's also adult stuff like Violent Night or yes, Puss in Boots is out there for everybody. Everybody can watch Puss in Boots. And as I said in my review today, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed that movie because I did not expect to like it going in. So that's, that's really, that's, that's it. That's my endorsement. I was shocked at how much I loved that movie. So, uh, and, and it was still only like the third best animated film of the year. Correct. So, uh, but, but definitely deserving to be, in that conversation. Uh, yeah. If we did not get Marcel, the shell and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio this year, 
Uh, one of which is suitable for kids. One of which older kids. <laughs> Puss in Boots, yeah. everybody. Everybody can watch Puss in Boots. Everybody. It doesn't matter. Your, your four-month-old can sit through Puss in Boots, but please don't take them to the theater. That's just rude. And mean, because their little ears will get pummeled by the sound. And then, you know, they won't be able to hear you yell at them later when they're teenagers. So, uh, okay, that's it. Thank you, Ryan, for coming on uh, and talking. Uh, Everyone, don't forget to like us, follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how that works. Um, Stay safe this Hollywood holiday season, but it is kind of Hollywood season. Um, If you're caught in the Arctic bomb of coldness that's killing half of the United States right now, please stay warm because you can die out there. It's so cold. Uh, and we don't want you to die. We want you to listen to us talk about movies that we love and some that we don't, but you know, most of them we enjoy. So till next time, I'm Mark. That's Ryan. Bye Ryan. Hey guys. And we will talk to everyone later. Bye-bye.